Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the Everything USC podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, Los Angeles' number one sports podcast network, the only place with the show for every team in LA and much more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? I'm Nara Wang, and my guest in episode 41 is a rookie safety on the San Francisco 49ers after starting the last three years for the Trojans, earning Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year and consensus first-team All-American honors in 2020, Talanoa Hufanga. Talanoa, it's awesome to have you on the Everything USC podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And of course, if you enjoy listening to this show, you can subscribe, download, and rate it wherever you get your favorite podcasts, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Luminary, or TuneIn. Or you can go right to the website, Believe.com, B-L-E-A-V.com, on social media, at Believe Podcasts. For me, I'm on Twitter. You can find and follow me at Nara Wang Sports, N-A-R-A-W-E-N-G Sports. Talanoa, any social media or anything you want to get out there to let the people connect with you? I'll just say go follow me on Instagram at Tiger 15 and I think that's about it, really. <laughs> the Everything USC podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action. With a new, updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. USC continues to make history at home this season, but unfortunately, it's the wrong kind of history, as the Trojans fell to Utah 42-26 for the first loss in Los Angeles against the Utes since 1916. It was also the first time that SC has ever lost three straight home games by 14 or more points following the blowouts versus Stanford and Oregon State. USC tallied 31 plays on its first three possessions of the game, but only had a field goal to show for it before finally getting in the end zone on the fourth drive with Drake London's 20-yard TD catch, take a 10-7 lead with 6.02 left in the second quarter. But Utah would rattle off 28 unanswered points over the next 11.49 of game time to take a 35-10 lead on its way to the 42-26 win. Drake London was the bright spot once again for the Trojans with the career-high 16 catches for 162 yards. Keaton Slovis threw for 401 yards, but a lot of it came when the game was already out of hand. Linebacker Kanai Mauga led the USC defense with 11 tackles, two for loss, and freshman Corey Foreman had his best game with two and a half tackles for loss, one and a half sacks among those. But mostly the D got shredded by the Utes as Cameron Rising threw for 306 yards and three TDs, 
and Tavian Thomas ran for 113 yards and a score on 16 carries. SC also had issues with penalties again, racking up 9 for 95 yards, while Utah only had 2 for 30. So, the Trojans enter their off week at 500 after alternating wins and losses through the first six games of the season and get the extra time to prepare for the trip to South Bend for the rivalry game against Notre Dame on October 23rd. Talanoa, first of all, have you been able to watch USC games this fall, and what are your thoughts on how the 2021 season has gone so far for your alma mater? You know, I've been able to watch a few games so far. You know, thank God I've just been really busy just trying to focus in on my, my own team, but getting a chance just to watch and just watch some of the guys. You know, they're, they've been all my brothers in the past. I'm fortunate enough to have two cousins that still play on the team, and I communicate with them each week. And I'm always trying to get the details and who they have and what they're game planning for. But, you know, I'm just fortunate enough just to watch. And, and I've been really happy just to support in any way I can. Yeah, obviously, you're only a year removed from it. So you're still close with so many people. And like you said, you still got family on the team. Is it tough being on the other side now, knowing there's nothing you can do to help? I came in with a, a season my freshman year where we were five and seven. So, you know, there are losses in this game. You know, you, you can't win them all. And, and you know, and not everybody is undefeated so you know things happen and things change but you know there's time to battle through adversity and continue to grow as a team and and grow together so I'm really just excited to watch and see what can happen in the years to come and I'm just like I said I'm just very fortunate for sure. What do you think the Trojans can do to turn this season around on the second half? I think you know it's been tough I think it's tough on the guys obviously when you have coaching changes but you know for me one thing I would just give advice is just to come together. You know, I think that's very important if you can just stick together and continue to grow through these times. There can always be a bright side at the end of the tunnel. So if they can just continue to grow together, I think we can. And I'm talking like I'm still there, but we can do some great things for sure. Once a Trojan, always a Trojan, right, Talanoa? Yes, <laughs> yes indeed. <laughs> and you brought it up, the coaching change. You played three seasons for Clay Helton. What did you think about his firing? It was tough. It was tough on me. That was a great coach, and, you know, I love him to death. And, you know, he, he has done a lot for me and, and my family just to, to help me put me in position to be where I'm at, you know, and be successful in the way I am. So I had, a, I had the utmost respect for him. I had the utmost respect for Coach Dante as well, you know, coming in and, and commanding a team with the players he has right now and the things they're going through and the growing pains a little bit. You know, I have the utmost respect for everyone. Uh, so I'm just very fortunate, like I said earlier, just to continue to watch and continue to support any way I can. Do you have any thoughts on who you think USC should be going after for their next head coach? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> honestly, having like, you know, I think Coach Dante is a great one too. But honestly, I couldn't even tell you that's, you know, that's up to the athletic director and, and the president. And so we'll let them make those final decisions for sure. <laughs> Above our pay grade, right, Talanoa? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> this is, of course, the Everything USC podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Nara Wang, and my guest today, the 2020 Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year, and now a rookie safety for the San Francisco 49ers, Talanoa Hufanga. If you enjoy listening to the show, subscribe, download, and rate it wherever you get your favorite podcasts, or go to the website Believe.com, B-L-E-A-V.com, on social media, at Believe Podcast. I am on Twitter. Find and follow me there at Nara Wang Sports, N-A-R-A-W-E-N-G Sports. Talanoa, let the people know how they can reach out to you. Instagram, Tongue and Tiger 15. Go follow me, please. <laughs> 
Hey, Trojan fans, this is Brian Jones, college football analyst for CBS Sports, and you're listening to the Everything USC podcast with my good friend, Nar Wang, on the Believe Podcast Network. After his stellar three-year career with the Trojans, Talanoa Hufanga entered the 2021 NFL Draft and was drafted by my favorite team, the San Francisco 49ers, in the fifth round, 180th overall, which was lower than a lot of people expected. He's now the backup free safety to Jimmy Ward for the Niners, who started the season with wins over the Lions and Eagles before losing the last three weeks to the Packers, Seahawks, and Cardinals, with every game being within a one-score margin. The 49ers have also been hit by the injury bug again this year, including having both quarterbacks, Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance, dealing with leg injuries as they head into their bye week as well. So starting from when you got drafted, Talanoa, how has your rookie season been? It's been great. You know, I'm very fortunate and very blessed to be here. Just try to be obedient as much as possible and in, in my daily routine. And just try to be a sponge and take up as much information and from all the older veterans and the coaches and the staff. And so I'm just enjoying it and continue to work each and every day. Like I said, I think a lot of people thought you would at least maybe go third or fourth round. Were you disappointed? And did that motivate you when you were taken in the fifth round? Honestly, no. You know, I think God has a calling for me and a spot. I couldn't even tell you where I was going to get drafted. Couldn't tell you which pick. It could have been undrafted. I was just glad I just wanted an opportunity and that's all I asked for. And I was I was blessed with that. So now I just have to make the most of it and continue to work. And what do you think has been the toughest adjustment for you going from college to the pros? Honestly, I think there's a whole adjustment for the whole lifestyle. And when it comes to your daily routine, learning the playbook, the speed of the game. You know, you're going up against elite, elite athletes at this point. And, you know, you got to continue to be at your best day in and day out. Take care of your body. Take care of your mind and your soul. And when you can do all those things, you'll find great success in the end. And who are some of the guys you've connected with now among your new teammates with the 49ers? That's a, that's a tough question because I have almost a lot. Like, uh, you know, everybody's taking me under, under the wing and really been great. You know, Fred Warner, Tavon Wilson, Jimmy Ward, Jaquaski Tart. You know, all these guys have just really been an inspiration to me, been a great mentors to me and continue to help me each, each and every day. You know, there's, there's no time for us just to be individual, individual efforts. They continue to bring us along as a team. And if we do that, we can, we can be the best we possibly can be. So I want to give our listeners a little insight into what it's like to be an NFL player. So you mentioned your routines and everything like that. So you guys are on a bye week this week, but obviously still practicing and doing that kind of stuff. So what is the schedule like during a bye week compared to a regular game week? Well, a bye week, we, we, you know, we have a couple of practices and then, you know, you get your time off just to get away, get away from the team, get away from the sport and continue to just get your mental health and your physical health, uh, continue to help that grow in a better light. I think during the week, it's mentally taxing on some people. For me, I'm just very blessed and I'm very fortunate. This is my job. You know, I can call it a sport of football, my job. And so that's a blessing to me. You know, it could be long days, 14-hour days. But when you love what you do, it's not really a job for you. You can can show up and just have as much fun as you possibly can and and make the most of it. And so, you know, it's not easy. But when you you have fun, it, it feels easy. So. And when you look at how the season has gone so far, obviously it's disappointing to have lost the last three weeks, but every game has been close. Does that make it tougher on you when you know that the chances are there to win and you're just not quite getting it so far? Of course, you know, you have to battle through adversity. 
you know, our coach preaches do right longer, and, and that's what we have to do. You know, and on my part on special teams and whether I'm in the game on defense or not, you know, I got to do right longer. And so if I'm getting each snap that I take, I got to win my one-on-one matchups and continue to work that way so we can be successful as a whole. So I think when it comes down to those, those little things, you got you to gotta win those matchups for sure. When you set your goals coming into the season, have they changed at all now that you're in the season? And what do you plan for going forward? My goals have, you know, I think you have to constantly reevaluate yourself. I have goals that you have to obtain and, and they're still set in stone. And so for me, I just got to work towards those. And, you know, if I fail, I fail. But, you know, that's me learning and, and learning from that and continue to work. So, you know, I got a lot of things set. And for me, just got to go out there and make the most of it. Obviously, you grew up in Corvallis, not the biggest place in the world. I've been there. I called USC Oregon State games back during my time in college for the student radio station. So I'm familiar with Corvallis a little bit. And then you moved down to L.A. to go to USC. And now you're in the Bay Area. How has that adjustment been to you being up in the Bay Area? It's been great. You know, I love on West Coast through and through. It feels like, you know, in there's three different types of cities. Corvallis for me in Albany, where I'm from. I lived in the country, grew up on a farm with cows, chickens, pigs. Very different from the L.A., the bright lights in the, in the city. And then you make your way to San Francisco. It's kind of a mix. You know, you kind of get a little bit of more not so city-like. And then you kind of get out in space over in San Jose a little bit. And it kind of feels a little bit more like home, seeing the mountains and stuff. So very fortunate just to be here and continue to work and, and love it each and every day. Have you found some go-to spots now, like for food and anything else up there? I honestly don't know. Not yet. You know, there's places that are just kind of like the, you know, the basics, you know, subway and stuff like that. But I haven't found any hole-in-the-wall spots yet, for sure. I grew up in the Northern California area in Santa Cruz. So not far from San Jose, Santa Clara, where obviously the 49ers practice facility is. So if you want, I can hook you up with some places. We can talk about that, Talano. Oh, yeah. We're going to need that for sure. We're going to need that. All right. (laughs) <laughs> All right. So again, this is Nara Wang here on the Everything USC podcast with my guest for this episode, Talanoa Hufanga, safety for the San Francisco 49ers, a three-year starter during his USC Trojan career. And if you enjoy listening to the show, you can subscribe, download, and rate it on all of your favorite podcast directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn or go to the website Believe.com, B-L-E-A-V.com, and on social media, at Believe Podcast. To catch up with me, I'm on Twitter. Find and follow me at Nara Wang Sports, N-A-R-A-W-E-N-G Sports. Talanoa, how can people reach out to you on social media? You can follow me on Instagram at Tiger 15 please, and thank you. <laughs> This is Dane Blanton, head coach of the USC women's beach volleyball team and Olympic gold medalist. And you're listening to the Everything USC podcast with Nara Wang on the Believe Podcast Network. All right. As we finish up here, Talanoa, I want you to have your time here just to get any messages that you have for the Trojan faithful. Obviously, it's kind of tough right now, going through a tough season, had a coaching change, all that. but. What kind of positive messages or vibes do you want to send out there? It's all you right now. <laughs> for me, I just say, you know, keep your head up, you know, for all the people watching, you know, I've been there, been through some tough times as well and continue to just try to see the light at the end of the tunnel, continue to grind. And, and the guys are working very hard and just know that, that they're continuing to work each and every day. So we're going to have to stay strong through and through for sure. 
And then for any of the 49er fans out there, what do you want to tell them about what you're going to do to help the 49ers? Oh, I just got to I got I got to work each and every day like I, you know, like my brothers are at USC, so if I can do that, you know, we just got to stay faithful to the bay. I love it. Faithful to the bay, fighting on Talanoa Hufanga. It's been great to have you on the show and by the way, I know it's not a game week for either USC or San Francisco, but I do have to go over the predictions I made last week. So before game, obviously, I do a prediction segment with the guests. And last week, it was former San Francisco 49er and now Fox Sports College football analyst Spencer Tillman, who was on with me. We picked the players that we believed in. And, well, he beat me because he took Keontae Ingram, who had 14 carries for 70 yards, also added three catches for 15. I went with the freshman Michael Trigg, who unfortunately only had one catch before he got injured on a big hit to his leg in the third quarter. Hopefully, again, he will be okay. But Spencer takes that category. In the game score, Spencer wasn't allowed to pick because he was calling the game for Fox. So I took Utah to win. I'm sorry, Talanoa. I did pick against USC, but I, <laughs> I took Utah 30-20. to And of course, they won 42-26. So I got the point there because Spencer couldn't really pick. And then in our prop bet, Nara's no-doubter was that USC would commit three-plus turnovers. That's why I thought they would be losing. They only actually committed one, an interception by Slovis, so I was wrong. And Spencer, he called his, Drake's not fake, London leaves him falling and crying, because he said that Drake London would get at least 12 targets in the game, and he almost had that in the first half. He had 11 for 11 in the first half, ended with 16 catches on 21 targets. So Spencer gets the pick. He goes 2-1 and one against me, and so now the tally on the season is tied up as I have six wins, my guests have six wins, and two ties. So I'm at 500 too, just like USC, Talanoa. I'm doing 500 on my picks. So I think it's a theme this year, apparently, with USC and myself here. But Talanoa Hufanga, my guest today on the Everything USC podcast. Again, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck for you going forward. Again, like I said, the Niners are my favorite team. I grew up in Northern California, so I was thrilled when you got drafted by them, and I look forward to seeing you and the Niners the rest of the season. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on the show. Appreciate it. For my guest, Talanoa Hufanga, I'm Nara Wang. Thanks for joining us for episode 41 of the Everything USC podcast presented by Bet Online on the Believe Podcast Network, Los Angeles' number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team in LA and so much more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? And as I end every show, please remember to fight on. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.